wonder if the world is ready for us to come back. <laughs> I'm sure they are. They ready for this? We're going to see. All right. We're going to breeze through these. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Oh, we live? Um, yeah. You want me to just intro and then I'll throw you the first. Yeah. Throw topic. me the live. Two-tone Chuck and Shay live in the building, man. No. Okay. Ready? One, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is The No Podcast, season two, episode one. I know it's so crazy because we've been gone for a little minute, you know, um, but for good reason, not for anything too crazy. We've been working, okay, getting to the bag. Yeah, <laughs> but right. like every, well, every week in the first season, you know, it's your girl Shayna, and I'm here with my dude Chuck. Hey, what's happening? What's happening, man? It's Shay live in the building. <laughs> she just had a birthday too, like less than yeah. like, what, like a week ago too. Yeah. Happy belated. Thank you. You was beyond lit at, at the association. <laughs> I was. I'm glad you survived the night. Now it feels good to be back, man. We got Tony behind the boards, as always behind the camera. You know, Tony Shout stacking the production. building. Shout out to production, producer man. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a new season, first episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were 30 episodes in, you know, wow. um, and we're only going to get bigger and better. Wow. Uh, we're at a new time. I mean, we pre-record, so uh, I have to just put this out there. Chuck was here on time, and uh, it's yeah. never that way. I'm normally the one on time, so I have to give him a shout out for that. I was late in this LA traffic, nah. but transitioning how I always do. Mm-hmm. The LA traffic is probably getting to LeBron too, and maybe that's why the Lakers have been so trash. Uh, it's a little bit of that. <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, my personal opinion, man. I saw Josh uh, Hart the other night too. Every time I see him, it's just like, yo, little bro, really made it, man. Like, yeah. Shout out to Josh, he's my young boy. But I think, speaking of you know him being my young boy, I think that that trade talk with like him and Kuz and Lonzo, I think. Um, and those guys are really close, you know, and they were there like together through the fire the year before. I think the trade talk really, really like kind of put a wedge in the team. Oh, for sure. Like without a doubt, that's yeah. where the downfall came. And then with, I mean, they were in four, they were fourth seed. LeBron gets hurt. The whole trade happens. That hurt too. Yeah. I mean, now they're 11th with no hopes of the playoffs this season. And I think yeah. that's kind of what everybody thought. It was like, nobody thought they were going to the finals this year, but definitely thought some type of playoff push. So it's already an L for the first year of LeBron. LeBron and LA. I got a question. Okay, so like Andre Ingram just got called back up, right? right. The the old ageless yeah. wonder. Like <laughs> it's so funny because everybody acts like he's fifty. He's thirty three, which uh, I which I totally get. But he got so the gray old. hair thing going too, yeah. though. You know, yeah. if he if he died at like Smokey Robinson, you know, we'll we'll give him a pass. My thing is, why not bring Andre up and let him start the season with the team next year? Like, be a spark plug. I feel like when things don't go right, like two years in a row, you just like let's try. Some. Excuse me, something different. Sure. I mean, it's like their last resort, though. Would you start with your last resort? I'm not saying start him in the game, but just like maybe have him <laughs> on the bench, create some energy, just be like, hey, he might be a key factor, like like a reverse decoy type thing. It's like, yeah, you know, like I know the season's over and stuff, but I just feel like why not try him out? Like try something. I mean, they're trying everything. <laughs> they're trying everything at this point. They, <coughs> I wouldn't mind them trying something else. But do you think that they're going to be able to get these two uh, big players that they're trying to get in the offseason. No, they will not. They will not. I mean, the world's changing. Like, the fact that, like, you know, we'll probably get into it later, but, like, OBJ going to Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's Cleveland, you know? I just sure. feel like... I mean, that was a trade, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like like when you get a big market guy, regardless of a trade, and he kind of had a say in that. We'll get into that. But, like, 
when the, the, the smaller markets are now taking over like the big markets, man, yeah. it's, it's dangerous. So I don't think LA is the draw that people really think it is, especially because of LeBron's age. Like LeBron is really aging, you know, and not because, yeah. like you said, LeBron's only 34, right? Like, right. But the he's got miles. He's played, yeah, he's like 40. He's got miles, you yeah. know? So um, it's a testament to how great he is that he's still even to go out there every night and, and be the For best sure. player in the world. But yeah, man, I, I really don't, I don't see them getting the two guys. I, I think they'll get two very, very nice all-stars but not superstars. Sure, yeah. I think that as far as the draw to LA, it's a little bit more negative than positive. And I and I, I think it goes even back to like the Kobe era. And like everybody knows that listens to the show, I'm a huge Kobe fan. I'll never say that he's Me not too. the greatest. Me too, my favorite player. <laughs> my favorite player. Um, but, you know, people don't want to play with Kobe. Um, and I think for different reasons, people don't want to play with LeBron. And then you come here and you're getting, you're kind of taking the back seat to LeBron. Um, so somebody who is like, uh, I don't know, we talked about uh, last season, people talking about KD coming to LA. It, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I think in today's society, in 2019, social media, I feel like these young dudes, they look at you like, oh, okay, like, like there's there's young dudes that'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, Jordan was nice, but, you know, LeBron's the GOAT. And then right. they, they'll tell you they saw a Jordan clip on YouTube and, like, you know. So I, I just feel like, I feel like for those young guys at first, like, oh man, LeBron on the team. And then once you get in it, it's like anything. We all work great jobs. And after a while, it's like, shit, we still here nine to five or whatever, like it's a job. Right. And I think they looking at LeBron like that. Like, yeah, it's great. We respect what you've done, but we want to do our thing now. We're young and we want to get it the way you got it when you were our age. Sure. I, I think it's more of um, not like older players, but like not the, the more new players because what boggles my mind is that LeBron is cool with so many people in the league. And I get that it's a business at the end of the day, like mm -hmm. no matter who your friendship's with, but that he can't like internally recruit some people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it, that gives me like some type of like, okay, people really don't want to play with him because yeah. it seems like everybody loves him off the court, right? So you would think that it would be fairly easy for him to be able to get two guys to come and play. That'll actually change the culture of Laker basketball yeah. right now. But yeah, who's to sure. say in the offseason what might happen? They might get rid of everybody like they want. Zion, they'll get the first pick and draft Zion. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, we need somebody. But um, I'm going to transition a little bit into uh, Russell Westbrook, uh -huh. another guy that not many people want to play with, it yeah. seems like. Um, over in OKC, <laughs> he's been he's had some a lot of uh, run-ins, fan run-ins, right? Um, and we've all seen that. I mean, he hits phones out of people's hands. He'll like, he even like, you know, gave a little... That's a little young kid who hit him on the sideline. Um, but most recently, this guy basically, uh, in Russell Westbrook's words, said that uh, he should get on his knees like he's used to. The guy said he didn't say that. Um, and Russell took it very racially. Uh, yeah, charged. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, which I think anybody would take it either racially or sexually. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's. I took, I would have taken it, um, taken it sexually and I would have taken offense to that. Um, right. And he said like some other things were said. And I think anybody who's a basketball fan knows that Utah, Boston, like certain yeah. cities, the yeah. fans say disrespectful. Yeah. Things. Yeah. There's like a, a racist racism connotation that comes with those cities. Yeah. My thing with that is I wasn't there, so I can't speak on like how a man should react because I might have done the same thing. Sure. But I try to look at it from the standpoint of like to whom much is given, much is expected. And so it's like these these players, while 
be it they have sensitivities like we all do, like you're still being paid an ungodly amount of money to like carry yourself as a professional and to let that stuff blow off because you go into these arenas where they're going to do nasty things. And I'm sure right. at Cameron Indoor Stadium, I'm sure college kids have said way worse to some of these opposing college players and they can't right. react, you know? Yeah. And then I think back to like the Bob Cousy, Bill Russell days, like Bill Russell will tell you himself, he's still living. Like Kareem, will, they'll tell you themselves like, like the kind of shit that they went through, like Jackie Robinson was going through shit sure. where he had to bite his tongue. And I'm not saying you got to take the Jackie method, but like, I feel like Russell reacted more out of frustration for, you know, things that he's just probably just been through over time, you know, and not mm. per se, like what that man actually said, whether he said it or he didn't say it. Right. I think Russ just seems to be a guy that can get kind of frustrated at times and it just come out in maybe a negative way and then people shine a negative light on it. Yeah, I think he definitely has some sort of temper issue, yeah. um, which I think anybody, everybody can agree with. I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan, and I wouldn't I love Russ. Um, expect him to to act any differently than who he is. So there's like certain players that you know um, are that passionate and are going to say those type of things, not to say that it's right, but um, if something's set, for him to have um, threatened his wife as well. I was like, oh no, he had to have said something or at least it, it sounded like he said something. Cause the guy said, he said, ice your knees and sit down. Like that doesn't even sound the same. And he was right there. Like, yeah. it's not like he was far up. Um, they did unearth some tweets from the guy. I don't know if you right, saw that where he was saying that. like a lot of racist stuff in his tweets. So, right. you know, that didn't help his case for what he did or did not say. Right. But like you said, to be even begin the whole, uh, topic is like they absolutely should be able to kind of let things brush out their shoulder like if you hear something these people aren't paying your bills essentially right so um i think if anything russ needs needs to take like a back seat to even to just all of the the chatter like mm -hmm. media wise whatever it may be um but at the end of the day he's gonna be who he is and i don't think it was wrong of him to stand up for himself um especially when it gets to like the fans thinking that they can say anything they want to say. Yeah, and I know it's crazy, and like what I'm about to say is crazy, but like I, I'm at the point where like if, if I was Russ, like just like say it or do it. Like I feel like you're wasting time even chattering with a fan if you you know like That's true. I'd rather you this makes I'd rather you run in the stands and like you know punch the dude than <laughs> Go like full piston. Yeah, style. I mean because it's like at that point it's like because it's not gonna end good. Like we're gonna look at Russ. Russ is the is one of the faces of the league. Like nobody cares. We don't even fucking know this guy's name. You know we just see Russ like getting into it and talking about he's gonna do this to you know somebody's wife. It's like. Just go do it to the dude and call it a day and let the security, you know, pull yeah. you off and whip in his ass. Well, the good thing is that Utah Jazz did release a press, uh, a press release basically banning the fan and the NBA being on Russ's side, which I think was the perfect thing for the NBA to do. They continuously side with their players. Yeah. Um, and I love that the NBA is that way. Uh, however, the NFL isn't necessarily that way. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's very different league, but free agency um, <coughs> started earlier this week, and a lot has gone on. Antonio Brown to the Raiders for nearly nothing. Uh, Le'Veon Bell took a deal. I'm going to ask you how you feel about that. Um, and OBJ was shipped to Cleveland. Which of the Man. three do you think um, was like the biggest surprise for you personally? Uh, Le'Veon. Yeah. Le'Veon was the biggest surprise. Uh, I know Lev, you know what I mean? I, I talked to him and, and Jeff and Adisa, his agents, a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, it shocked the shit out of me. I'm shocked even talking about it. Like, just seeing him in gangrene. I, I was just shocked because, like, I feel like he could have got more than what they gave him. Well, it seemed like, it seemed like 
it was like they didn't do their research or something. Because first of all, how did they take it so quick? They took it so quick. Yeah. And then for them to take less money than expected to take, I was like, oh, maybe nobody was really looking out for him. Like, I, looking for him. And I wonder if he was looking at the New York market. I wonder well, if he, he said- That's what they said. Yeah. They said he wanted to be in New York. Yeah. But if New York wasn't giving you what you sat out a whole season, which you lost $14 million for, don't you think like, uh, maybe I'll think of another but city. But peace of mind is a motherfucker, man. Like we don't know what he was really going through in that situation. So it's like, maybe he looked at it like, cause I know people that'll walk away from a high paying job just cause they can't deal with that fucking boss no more. You know That's what I mean? He, he did one out of Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I know it looks crazy, but what I do respect about Lev is he bet on himself. And sometimes in life, that's what happens. You bet on yourself and you don't win, you know? But, you you know, I think people like him to have the guts to take the shot, it'll always work out in the end, you know? And, hell, there's bonuses in these contracts. He may overperform his contract and be in renegotiations. We may be right back here in two years from now where he's demanding a trade from New York because he didn't get what he feels like he's worth. Lord. Um, <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope not. But my whole thing was just for the team. I, I, lo I love Sam Donald. I think Sam Donald, I hope he... I'm rooting. I don't know about Darnold. I think he's gonna ball. I'm still a little nervous. Yeah. But I feel like you know now that he has you know a solid running back, anything is possible. So it just shocked the shit out of me. The Jets because they're not in position to contend right now. Yeah. And they're I, not. I mean, they haven't. What they haven't been a contender for like oh eight almost, oh nine. Yeah. Wow. Like almost ten years. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> um, my brother is actually a Jets fan. So gang green. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's probably a little excited about that, um, or maybe not. I guess yeah. we'll have to find out. Um, but he'll be there. He signed a four-year deal um, for over $50 million, 35 guaranteed. And um, we'll see what comes from Le'Veon Bell. I'm excited to watch Antonio Brown. I mean, yeah. the Raiders, I was kind of shocked. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm for it. I, I'm yeah. absolutely for Antonio Brown kind of anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited to see what he does with Derek Carr. Well, the Raiders moving to Vegas had to get somebody. Somebody was going. Whether they find a way to get Kyler Murray at number one or they went to get Lev or they got A.B., somebody was coming. Mm -hmm. Now, A.B. is older than both of those guys that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I like the fit. You know, the thing is, it comes down to, to, to that locker room, man. You know, it's, these three names that we mentioned are three, you know, they're different kind of dudes, you know. And John Gruden has proven that he likes to do things his way or the highway. So if he thought he had an issue with Mike Tomlin, I'll be interested to see how things work out with A.B. and John Gruden. Because, yeah. you know, winning heals everything. But, you know, you go 0-4 and, and Derek Carr is who they right now think he is and you right. didn't trade Derek Carr, uh, you know, we'll see. Because Big Ben yeah. is is extremely better than Derek Carr as a quarterback. That's a fact. Um, I think that it's like another thing, what you were saying with Le'Veon, though. It's like they weren't getting along. The chemistry over in Pittsburgh was like... Yeah. It was over. <laughs> over, right. So it, it could be a little bit different. Um, but I think the the best show is everybody's going to be watching Cleveland. I mean, they've yeah. got a roster. Well, well, can we mention that Hard Knocks did Cleveland last year? Can they bring it back? Can they bring it back? I was, I was yeah. Like, damn, we they, chose the, wrong, they chose the wrong year. I know. Um, bring They got to run that back. For this sure. is going to be, I told Tony before the show, Baker Mayfield, who I was a big fan of in college. I really didn't think Baker would ball like that in the league. He had a good season. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know, man, because Baker's an interesting kind of dude. You know, we know Odell and, and, and um, you know, Jarvis is tight. Yeah. Uh, but then you, you add, like, Nick Chubb is a more reserved kind of guy. Miles Garrett is very weird, and I say that in a good, you know, a good way. Like, <laughs> unique. He's, he's a very unique kind of guy, yeah. and he'll tell you that, you know. Um, and then you got Kareem Hunt. I mean, this, how are they going to embrace him in the locker room? Like, this dude was, you know, like, it's so, like, I don't know. This is about to be one of the most wild scenes 
the I've ever Browns, seen. Yeah, for sure. I I don't know. Must must see TV though, which is surprising. Must see TV. People are going to be looking out for the Browns. Must see TV. And then I'll tell you what: if the if this team with this roster doesn't get it done, then then the Browns are definitely cursed. <laughs> I mean, it's just automatic. They're cursed. I just got to see, you know, where the LeBron picture was. I want I want to see OBJ up there. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's his city now, right? Oh, let's <laughs> see him and Bron. I went out with Bron with Phillip. I wonder, do you, do you, if you're Odell, do you call LeBron and get the okay before you do that? They like, took it down already. Yeah, but like, if that was you, would you call Bron? Like, nah, hey, you, they, they want to put me up in that same spot? Or would you just be like, fuck it, hey, it's up? Nah, dude, I texted him like, yo, I'm taking your spot. <laughs> just, wait <for> Bron, <laughs> just wait for Bron to see you and be like, hey. I'm taking your spot on the wall. Um, but yeah, people talking crazy. Super Bowl is not going to happen. The Browns are not going to the Super Bowl. Um, I, I definitely think playoffs. Yeah. I think they fight for one or two seed in their division for sure, but I, I don't think Super Bowl. Only because, like I told Tony, man, the only super team I've ever seen work out was the Warriors. And to be honest with you, they were they won before they became a super team. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. It, to me, it sounds good. I got to see it. I was going to say, um, when you mentioned super team, it's like I've I've never known football to to work with super teams um, and again, like you said, there's a lot of personalities on this team, so it'll be it'll be fun to watch it unfold. Though I saw Randy Moss and Tom Brady go to the Super Bowl and lose to you know the New York Football Giants. So <laughs> after that, I, nothing you know nothing's guaranteed to me. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say to all my family who are Giants fans, I am with you guys today. <laughs> yeah, I'm with them too. And I uh, Saquon, shout out to Saquon, man, he'll be in yeah. LA. You know, show but, love. I mean, honestly, it went from forty to one for Giants winning to eighty to one. So. Wow. Yeah, the Giants aren't looking too hot, but you never know. You never know, right? Any, anything's Anything possible. can happen. <laughs> anything is, Butler went to a fucking NCAA title. Anything can happen. Twice. <laughs> and Gonzaga and lost. Gonzaga. Yeah. Crazy. But we'll get into NCAA next week. We don't have time for any more sports today. We're going to get right into some entertainment. And I mean, it's been a depressing few weeks in entertainment and music um, as far as R. Kelly and Michael Jackson and everything with that. Um, so we'll get into that really quick. I know everybody knows um, Leaving Neverland came out on HBO. Oprah did the after interview with the two guys that are alleging Michael Jackson um, abused them when they were little. Uh, I just, I couldn't watch the documentary. Mm -hmm. I, I'm such a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah, and I also just feel like he's not here to defend himself. So... It's just now like... I didn't like that. Yeah, I'm just like, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And, and I remember being a kid, my mom um, taped that Oprah interview that Michael did on VHS. And I used to watch it like over and over and over. And to this day, it's her highest rated show. It's one of the highest rated shows in the history of the world. I just thought that Oprah, while I do respect Oprah, I thought it was kind of bogus that she would even entertain these two guys when like you were close to Mike when he was here. Like Mike made you a lot of money, made a lot of people famous. And I just feel like for people that were there when when Mike was helping them and like for them to like flip on him when he's dead is crazy. Like, yeah, at this point, I need to see a video of an actual sexual act for me to just be like, all right, like I'm over Mike, you know? Yeah. And then like they tried this man. So it's like Barry Bonds. Like you can say all you want about his hair growing or whatever you want to tell me. All I know is Barry Bonds could hit that fucking baseball and they <laughs> tested this man time and time again. And he passed. And Michael was tried a million times. And these guys, they had right, evidence on yeah. these guys then. They never had anything. And there's industry people that know these guys that are coming out saying they're lying. So right. my whole thing is like, if that did happen, then obviously it's fucked up. I would right. never wish that abuse on anybody. But it's little stuff, right? Like, I don't even want to watch the documentary 
a good friend of mine who will remain nameless out of <laughs> she she knows she's a die, an die anonymous her, source. Yeah, Dara Mike fan and she kind of feels like she believed the shit. So I went ahead and watched the shit because I was arguing with her. She's like, you can't argue if you don't watch it. And I yeah. watched it. it. It was and the way he got definitely wasn't believable. He was not believable at all. The way he got is definitely lying. You know, he should stick to you got served. And, and <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just I'm very upset. I love Mike. I don't think Mike did this. And I think that anybody that's judging Mike, you know, I don't know, man. Like you said, he's he's a dead man. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of like just ugh, they're using him bad. to sell more newspapers and shit. Like, and they're like, you know, canceling his music around in different countries. Um, the Lakers took him off of their jumbotron uh, contest. Um, Drake took him off of the set list that he has a song with him. So that's a smart just, move from like for a Drake or like I get it. From I mean, that for companies, I get it, but I'm just saying as far as like it, it's for now. He'll be back. I don't think so. I think it tarnishes the whole legacy forever. I don't think so because I think, I, I, so I think it's only a matter of time before like people have already started to come out and recant these guys' stories. So I think it's only a matter of time before somebody, a girlfriend or somebody like, oh, this was doctored up. And now it's like, because we don't know what to believe. Because truth be told, I thought Jesse did. I, I thought Jesse did the shit. But like, to be honest with you, nobody can really prove this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? My personal well, we opinion was. We don't know yet. Yeah, but that's, there's going to be cameras in the court, so I'll be paying attention but, to but that. that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, everything yeah. is so doctored these days. Shout yeah. out to Michael Jackson, man. Leave my man alone. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, but R. Kelly is trying to defend his case as well. He's facing 70 years for 10 different counts of aggravated sexual abuse. And if you guys have been paying attention to R. Kelly, he, it has gotten nuts. I mean, his his interview with Gail King is like one for the books. Yeah. <laughs> he, he broke down crazy. I know his PR was having a fit. Like, mm -hmm. they keep saying that they weren't, but I'm like, there's no way that they... What are and again, there's two things, right? When you show that kind of emotion, some people go, oh, well, he's guilty. And then, but then it's like, sometimes you're just like fucking sick of this shit where it's like, yo, I'm sick of this fucking shit. Like, I can't deal with it no more. I think that he is a manipulative. I'm, uh, I'm sure he has I, his ways. I don't know. I just I'm have, sure he has his ways. like, I'm definitely a part of the hashtag me R. Kelly movement and I loved him, but there's just no way. There's no way that all these women, all these policemen and Everybody in Chicago knew, knows what was going on. And he's like, oh, I've never done anything. You married Aaliyah in everybody's face. She was 15. And I don't know. Like, for me, again, Let's it's different. Like, I grew up in it. I grew up in it. I actually know the girl that was in the first video that they said was in the video. So, like. Who was 14. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> man, I don't, like I said, I don't want to put shit out there. But, like, if you know, you know. So, like, some of this shit to me. Like, I'm trying to make R. Kelly the victim, but some of this shit is like, why now? Why? Like, some of these people that's doing... I hate when people say that. It doesn't matter why it's not, now. But, but what I'm saying is, like, if you know, you know. Like, it's just certain things that, like, you, like in Chicago, certain things that we've seen for years that we knew, and there's certain people that's involved. It's like, wait a minute, all of a sudden, but it's like you... It's kind of weird. This whole thing is weird. It's a weird situation to me. I think that because of the documentary that came out about him, people felt bad. Like, the people that were involved with, like, letting it happen. I think that it's like, wow. Like, you... When, if, when you watch the documentary, you're like, wow. Like, I didn't believe everybody. On, I didn't girls. believe everybody. You in might that not believe everybody, but there are certain people in there that it's like. I mean, his girlfriend right now is 21. She's been with him since she was 17. That is illegal. But we also, but we can't sit here and act like, like, and love to hove. Like, come on, like when B and Hove got together, like you realize Hove okay, is like 12, is 13 like, years older than, sure, than Beyonce. I'm sure, just saying. I'm just like saying, like, if she's 21, excessive. This is like a root. This is like he has an issue. And maybe it's not jail time, maybe it's, it's, I don't know, he needs help. Okay, here's my question I've been asking everybody. How many years do you give R. Kelly? I'm, he might not even do any time, but he needs to be put away or You don't somewhere. think he's going to do time? No, I'm saying even if he didn't. Like, I'm not saying, I honestly don't wish jail time on anybody. 
I mean, even if you like, if you were to judge, how many years would you give R. Kelly? All seventy. Put him away. Put him under the jail. Honestly. Seventy years. Yes. You can't really. Pre- yes. How can you prove proof. This? There's two new videos. Okay, let's see them. Okay. That's sure. all. I, that's all I'm saying. All right. Wait till you see them. But if you see them and it's him, how many years? And they're under age. Yes, they're under eighteen. This man is fifty-two. Shit. I mean, yeah, like give him, give him the, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If there's proof, he's going like, under the jail. That's correct. And supposedly, Chicago police has proof. Yeah, I just I don't know. They that are supposedly like that. That's what I'm saying. Like I well, like, they haven't gone to trial. I, I lived through the first one. Like I saw. And there was proof. Yeah, but it was. But, there, and he but, got off. But there was there was some. It wasn't a hundred percent proof. It wasn't the Ray J. It wasn't the Ray J. Was, that they it, were saying his name on the tape. But it wasn't. That a, was him. Yeah, but it wasn't a Ray J situation where it was just like, yo, this is this is R. Kelly, and this is so. You know what I mean? It wasn't one of them situations. I'm just saying, like, you know, and what? And, and the law, you just need like a little, like a little gray area, and like the only reason why he didn't get put away the first doubt. time is because the girl didn't testify. That's the only reason. And the the I don't think the girl. Are they got they got people testifying this time? Well, I mean, they I don't I don't know all of the details of this new case. I know that there's ten counts. I know that Chicago PD says they have the videos. So man, there's so much that like, and that's what I mean. Chicago PD all of a sudden had it out for him. Like I don't know. I think they have a hard time. You know, I think they'll convict him potentially, but I don't know if he gets like seventy years. He probably shit. won't get seventy, but he needs to get a a good amount. That's all I'll say. But who who knows? I mean, they can't Bill Cosby. <laughs> I'm just I don't know what to believe. all I'm saying is I don't know what to believe anymore right I don't know what to believe because like I was like I thought what Cosby what they were saying he did was fucked up and then it's like you know I'm seeing other artists come out like like T.I. feels like there's an agenda against black culture and it's like it I would be like that I'm too. just saying I would be a fool if I didn't see both sides that's all I'm saying like if anybody has been a victim then I'm with you a thousand percent you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying you know I'll delete R. Kelly music my damn self I grew up on him I love him musically he's a top 10 artist to ever live but like I'm just like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Cause I'm like, just like, who's next? Like, that's how I feel. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want to speak on either yeah. side because it's just like every I mean, fucking I think, week. I think that also it it makes sense to point out that like the industry is fucked up. Like these aren't the only people who are doing messed up things. And I think that a lot of people, if you were in the industry or you've been in it to some degree, you've seen something that's pretty disgusting that you yeah. probably are like, this isn't right. But nobody says anything because no, it, it's yes. been the culture of and the I've, music industry. So now everybody's coming out and that's the why now it's like, it's more, um, if they had said it 10 years ago, nobody would believe them. No, you're right. And, I, and being in LA, I've seen some freaky shit. And I also worked at TMZ. So that's why my mind is all over it. Me and Tony both did. Like, you know, we've seen, I've seen things that we probably shouldn't have seen, you know? So I don't know what's real. I just right. know that I'm real and that I love you, <laughs> Shana, and I love Tony. And and I'm gonna keep it G. And I, Chuck ain't did nothing to nobody. You okay. feel me? You know, okay. that's, that's a that's a fact though. Okay. Well, I love this show, and I love to be here. And we're gonna be back next week. We have to stop. Um, our time has run out. We're gonna keep up with these two stories. Yeah. Um, next week we're gonna have more sports, more entertainment, yeah. more pop culture. Kyler Murray going number one. I called this two years ago. I'm a fucking genius. I'm oh so excited. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, we will see. Um, so make sure you tune in next week right here on The No Season 2. Yeah. Uh, right here on Dash Radio and Apple Podcast. Peace we back. Out. Can you guys do uh, just something so I can uh, get my shit together?